All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the ALG podcast. I am your co-host, John Arpino, otherwise known as J-Arp's Journey. Today, I'm joined alongside my partner in crime, David Fit D-Rock Roden. And today, we are joined by a very special guest, a personal friend of both of ours. Today, we have Caleb Nathaniel Blake of the Blake family, otherwise known as Goal Crusher on Instagram. Caleb, what's poppin'? What's good? I'm so excited for this because for, for you guys that don't know, um, Caleb is one of the moderators uh, within the, like the, our, our Discord server because he's a stud muffin. He is a stud muffin. <laughs> Look at like, like It's been so cool because when we originally invited Caleb, and he was one of the first, I don't know, 15, 20 inside, yeah. the, inside the Discord server. I mean, pretty darn quickly, you became – a pretty solid light, like uh, lighthouse for everyone. When people were having goofy days, you were one of the first ones to put some positive reinforcement into the world. And so in the midst of like the depths of your, of your weight loss. And so I'm freaking excited for this conversation. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Caleb is definitely a shoulder for a lot of people to lean on in the ALG discord community. Um, And also he's probably like one of two people. So that's, it's David and Caleb who actually know how to use the discord server because I still can't understand how to do it sometimes. So I appreciate all the help that Caleb provides to all of us within the community. And I know that the rest of us appreciate it too. So with that being said, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to kick this bad boy off the right way. Caleb, why don't you give us just a brief little, you know, overview, kind of set the table for us for your story before we really dive into the meat and potatoes. I mean, I lost 202 pounds in the last year and six months. Wow. He says that so nice. Can you please say that? So like, you know what? It's kind of cool. I mean, it's nothing that special, but I lost 202 pounds in a year and six months. I lost 202 pounds in a year and six months. See, now we're back to the classic. Oh, baby. Now we're back to the classic, which is where you sit here and go, it took me three years to lose 200, and you right. did it in a year and six months. And so, yeah, it's not a race. You know that. This is very true. This is 100% true. But it, 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 it humbles me again, and I, this is why I like this. And uh, I'm, I need, I'm I need that real deal goal crusher. Like, I need that energy. Can you, like, stand up and give me some energy really quick? Yeah, I mean – it's weird. I was just telling David about like this week and how my whole like persona has changed. So go. I got a lot of energy, obviously, but I don't know. I'm kind of trying to channel it different ways, right? And not be too emotional. So I mean, yeah, I, I can get wild about the two energy. I can stand up. Yeah, stand up, man. I want. I need some of that emotion, man. Give me it. Give me it. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, yes, it feels great. I've lost <laughs> 202 pounds. Um, in how long? In a year, about a year and six months. I say that say. with defiance. <laughs> in a year and six months, I lost 202 pounds, and anybody can do it. Let me just tell you that. How's Damn that? right. <laughs> Hell yeah. So take us back. So, yeah, I mean, I've been uh, overweight my whole life. I'm 38 years old. Uh, it started probably when I was like eight or nine. Um, my entire life, I just got bigger and bigger, and. Uh, and emotionally, I didn't really know how to deal with it on the, in the interior, but on the exterior, um, I'd say somewhere around eighth grade, I learned how to accept myself. Right. Um, or more, probably like 10th grade, honestly. Is what and what's your definition of accept yourself? What do you mean by that? Well, at that point, I kind of threw the talent. 
I was like, I'm just going to be overweight the rest of my life. There's nothing I can do about this. Um, let's just be me. Let's just mm-hmm. be um, funny, a funny yeah. fat guy. Um, let me accept it. Let me buy some big daddy shirts with uh, big sayings on the back. And, yep. Classic. Uh, big loving uh, guy. I mean, I got a yearbook right here with the, with the shirt of big daddy on. So that was my uh, persona, whatever you want to call it, while I was in high school. And, uh, you know, it was weird. I went from nobody really knowing me or liking me to like the most popular kid in my high school or one of the most. And, and it was just this weird experience for me because I went from just being the scared fat kid to this accepted fat kid. Um, and then when high school ended, or right around when high school was ending, I uh, actually I was telling you about my youth pastor just a little bit ago, David. I was living, hold on, let me close my door. My kids are really loud. Hey guys, I'm on a call. Oh my god! For those that don't know, Caleb he has a he has a flock of the cutest flock kids that you, of a children. Flock of children. He's just and I just sit here, and again, it's the classic because like being able to eat clean and eat to to fuel your body while having kids, where you don't necessarily have always a uncontrolled house of clean eating it's it's impressive it's impressive caleb definitely gets the job done i mean when we you know we see caleb quite often he's always active on the community call so when he's when he's on the call you know he's doing his dad life um in the midst of helping you know a whole group of people and you know throwing out some inspiration for everyone and 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 really being that guy who kind of just shows everyone you know what your current situation is whatever but you know it's not your final destination and you know we're going to get past whatever's going on and you know caleb just kind of makes it all happen at once um i don't know how you do it bud but i did want to throw that compliment your way because you know we just we we did hear your kids so i know that uh your kids are very important they're wild yeah they are they're they're a rambunctious bunch yeah i got three of them i have a 13 year old a nine-year-old and a five-year-old um and you know that they're my why along with my wife obviously on why i started this whole thing in the first place um but to kind of touch in on what you were saying so basically we don't need to talk about my past i guess but i got lost weight a bunch of times in my life when i was younger and uh, i couldn't sustain it and well let's talk about that for a second why yeah okay i'm I'm what you're doing all right well which part the sustaining part or the different well kind of take me through because i mean listen um you said it before you you know you how old are you right now i'm 38 so you're 38 years old you've been around the block you know a couple more times than me and david um so you definitely have had your your experiences with fad diets Mm -hmm. you know you you were growing up in the 80s so there was all sorts of freaking diets back then i mean you name it they had a diet for it so what were kind of some of the fun the fun diets that you were doing back back then I, there was no fab diet for me. Um, as growing up, my parents never really worried too much about my weight. I kind of ate whatever I wanted. That was my brothers always made fun of me. They always called me King Tut because growing up, they all had to be like on strict foods and all these things. And by the time <laughs> my parents had me, I wasn't even supposed to be born. My mom's tubes were cut, tied, like I wasn't supposed to happen. And I was like the little sperm that could. That's one. Yeah, That's the name of this episode, guys. The little sperm that could. The Caleb Nathaniel Blake story. So somehow I popped out. Um, and and they weren't expecting it. So, like, I was just the kid that, you know, obviously my parents loved me to death. My, my dad's amazing. My mom's amazing. Um, but the, the restrictions for me just, that's my mom right there. 
my restrictions for me were um, just not as bad. I could eat whatever I wanted. So like diet wise, like I just ballooned McDonald's all the time. The Michael Jordan burger. I don't know if you remember that. The McRibs, yeah. uh-huh. uh, the double deckers from Del Taco with the shack versus um, who was it? I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. Cause I'm just like a cult, pop culture kind of fiend and I love stupid random facts and I don't know. That's just kind of tickles, tickles my fancy, but I've never had Del Taco actually. Um, I, heard, oh, not I, Del, I would say Taco Bell, didn't I? Oh no, you said Del Taco. Said Del, Del I, meant, Taco. I meant Taco Bell. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Cause I've, I've heard some good things about Del Taco, but I've never, uh, never dipped my toe in that pool. That's all right. I've had it once, twice. It's all right. Same, same old, same old. Everybody out here likes it. <laughs> I'm a Taco Bell guy. Yeah, I, I like Taco I, Bell. Too. What, um, so like you well, went through this, this sequence of, you said you went through, cause again, cause everyone's kind of different in this front. Some, for me, my first real hardcore attempt at losing weight once I had lost over, like, I, I've never, yeah, I've done the gain 20, lose 20. But I've never had like a lose 100, gain 100 position. Um, so d- when you say you kind of gained and lost, was it 5 to over, 10 pounds? No, or? it was over 100 both times. Really? Okay. And what so, was you? Oh, yeah, tell, was, tell us about that. Yeah, when I was in high school, um, well, at least I think the first time was over 100. I wasn't really weighing myself, but I, I lost a ton of weight. I was on hydroxy cut. I don't know if you mm. guys remember when that Ooh, first came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but mean caffeine? You, yeah, and if you I mean, maybe that's why I have such a caffeine issue. Um, <laughs> if you look at those pills, back then it was take two, three times a day for the first week, and then it was take three, three times a day, and then it was take four, four times a day. And so I was like, I think it was 12, 12 pills a day, and I was on a bicycle, like a stationary bike, and my youth pastor would be like working out on the right. He didn't know I was taking hydroxy cut, but like all the weight just flew mm-hmm. off and um, I was eating chicken and rice like a lot and there wasn't really any, any kind of real diet I was following and uh, I probably went from like at that point like 4x to, to a 2x or maybe a 5x to a 2x is probably where that was it was right around 19. Um, I have a pretty bad memory so it's hard to like pinpoint things mm-hmm. um, but Basically, I, I put it all right back on. I went and started working at Best Buy, and I moved out of my out of my youth pastor's house, and I was just kind of on my own, and uh, you know, fast food all the time, um, smoking weed, and 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 then eating like crazy at the Arco. Go to you know, smoke, and then walk over to the Arco and pile up all sorts of hot food out of like gross stuff, like those corn jalapeno cheese corn dogs, like. Jalapeno cheese. Terrible food. <laughs> and uh, I had to close my door so my kids don't hear this one day. They're good, I guess. Um, and, you know, it's just bad lifestyle choices. Very bad lifestyle choices. Um, I didn't really like alcohol that much. So I would turn to, to weed and, uh, and then do a bunch of stupid shit while I was on it or while I was smoking it. And even when I was not smoking it, I mean, we're talking McDonald's for breakfast, like just lazy stuff, not wanting to get up, cook my own food. So I threw it all back on, got up to about a 5X shirt. I know for sure 5X shirt again, because that's the kind of size I would need at Best Buy, which is super embarrassing, by the way. 100%. Going to work somewhere and them asking you what size shirt you need, and you're like, 5X? Do you guys make 5X? <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> but, I, rem- I remember in high blue, school. Like bright blue. <laughs> no, high school was the same way, where it was just like you would sit here and 
um, I was a four X in high school and it's like, Hey, what, what's that shirt? We got something going on. And like, you'd say, I would yeah. say three X just to try to make it seem less. And I'd put on these shirts. Oh, I got pictures. I look like a friggin' sausage in these things. And it's just like, what was popping out the casing? Yeah. I'm like, you friggin' idiot. But Terrible. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't put myself to tell people I was a four X plus. And so I would just yeah. say three X. It would look stupid. Well, I think I think on the last show we were talking about how you always uh, undershoot your age, uh, your um, your weight. You mm-hmm. know, back in high school, if you were really like you know pushing four, you were like ah, you know, I'm just around three hundred. So hundred percent. I don't even know what I weigh. <laughs> <laughs> and I would order the bigger shirt because I didn't you would? like the way I, I I was worried about how I would rather say what I was than how I would look in it. Right, I feel I'd you. Rather there was no that. shame in Caleb's game. Do you see this man? He's finessing all the time. So. No shame anymore, for sure. Confidence is at a high, at an all-time high. So then um, you you so then I lost, put it all back on. Put it all back on, okay. And then I moved down here to uh, Huntington Beach with my brother when I was about 26. Right. And uh, continued my smoking habits and working from uh, basically all day, from like 7 a.m. till uh, 9 p.m. And, and doing like mortgages and stuff. Um, and I would wake up super early. 5 a.m. and go down to Laguna and do these stairs. And that was kind of my exercise routine. Uh, but I wasn't really losing weight. Right. No, not, not now. Now's not a good time. Love you. And uh, <clears throat> so I go up and down these stairs, wouldn't lose a, wouldn't really lose much weight. Listen, I'm on a call, buddy. This is really important. Here, take my water. Go. Thank I love you. it. You're welcome. Ah, I love you. <laughs> All right, now go kick some butt. Eat some cookies. Eat some cookies. Don't eat cookies. Go kick butt. <laughs> no. Uh, for anybody that wants to know what that is, because David doesn't edit anything out, my Fact. kid's good at, my five-year-old's good at two things, eating cookies and kicking butt. And he's all out of cookies. All out of cookies. All out of cookies. I love it. <laughs> anyway, um, so that was kind of my thing. I, I would like, I would try to work out just to be in shape, but I mean, I wasn't really progressing because it, I didn't care what I ate. And if you don't have control on both, I mean, you guys know you can't you can't get results. So that now, one was this was were you were you walking these stairs because you know you wanted to was someone influencing you? Um, what was? Oh, uh, well, I knew I could lose. So once you lose hundred pounds, right? You know you can do it, right? Right. And I think everybody knows this like this feeling, obviously, of okay, um, I'm going to start again on Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start again on Tuesday. Right. Yeah, you know, and it would continue. You know. And, and then next thing you know, it's six years later and you haven't done anything. Um, and you allow circumstances to basically control your thoughts and, right. and, how, and how you handle going forward as far as like actually starting again. And, um, you know, I smoked a lot of cigarettes, two packs a day. Pack okay. And, um, you know, so climbing the stairs was difficult for me and, right. and staying motivated to go every day was difficult for me. But I always had my uh, my brother, Josh, who's like right above me, about seven year gap. He's the, the, the second to youngest. And uh, he's always in my ear, you know, like, hey, he's worried about my weight, worried about um, just worried about me as a person. Uh, and obviously, it's very difficult for people to come to you and tell you you've got an issue. Right. Um, thank God he had the balls to do it you know, often enough to where it would be in the back of my head. Um, you know, and I look up to him and I always want to impress my brothers. So like, if he's like, 
giving me some shit about it. It's kind of like, okay, well, maybe I need to start it. You know, and so what that was, was his, was it kind of like from your brother, was it kind of like the sincere, humble conversations? Like, hey, you know, I love you. I know, was it like that? Or was it like, yeah. all right, fatty, let's go up the stairs. Never, what, never, what was never, like, never, never. Okay. Well, he doesn't really work out. <laughs> but he can't, he can't say let's go up the stairs together. Um, although he'll tell people he works out. Uh, but no, it was always sincere, um, especially as we went down the road. So like when I first moved down here with him, it was more like just on, on the side conversations, but me and him, uh, he runs a business and I help him run it. And, you know, he wants to retire one day and he wants me to run it, you know, when he completely, when he leaves and, um, you know, cool. he's had, he's had talks where he sat me down. It's like, look, I'm worried you're going to die. Uh, this, this last, <clears throat> this last go around and, and the go around before, um, sat me down and said, you know, I, I need you alive. Like, can't just die on us, which he's right. <clears throat> and, you know, like I said, at, at a very young age, I accepted the fact that I was never going to lose weight and keep it off. I mean, I finally lost a hundred pounds, but I lost it with hydroxy cut. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And after so, you, after you stopped using the hydroxy cut, how quickly did you put the weight back on? Uh, instant, like super fast. That's yeah. when I saw, so I stopped that and then I went to Best Buy and it was like, and I was started smoking weed, and I was like, "Hydroxy cut." Hydroxy so funny to me because, like, if for anyone, all hydroxy cut is caffeine. Yeah, like that's what it is. Well, like, this that's was what, before. That's, this is when it first came out, and it had a uh, um, stuff that's in speed. Well, oh, yeah, yeah amphetamines. Back but then. like, yeah. but the the big thing is like that that does that is it's the caffeine. It's the accelerant. Right, it curbs the hunger. Yeah, it cur it curbs the hunger, and like right. people don't understand when you take a hydroxy cut. When you get to full dosage, you're taking like 2,000 milligrams of caffeine a day. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it gets you lit. Yeah, until your heart <laughs> just pops. But, um, I'm surprised they didn't have a heart attack. Uh, no fact. Yeah. This stuff's dangerous, man. It really is. Yeah, listen, I mean, uh, HydroxyCut used to have great commercials. Actually, remember we used to have really good commercials? Stacker 2. Stacker 2 had some great commercials that made me as a fat kid want to go out and start it's taking wrestling. pills. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. They were. They were they were the sponsor for, for wrestling for Mad Long. So there I was being fat and watching Stacker Two commercials. Like, I don't have to work out. I can just, I can just take Stacker two. Just yeah. take some belts. I love it. I love it. So 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 you're smoking weed, you're 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 obviously you're gaining back the weight. Um, mm -hmm. your brother's trying to get you under control. He's having those heart to hearts with you, which is amazing. Um, what is your first move of attack to try to make the next time around the last time around? Um, well, I, I got into playing uh, poker, Texas Hold'em. Okay. And, and oh, I suck. You don't it. want you. I was about to say you don't want these problems. I'm terrible. terrible. Actually, then perfect. Uh, I want to play because I can take your money. So, so really, you lost all the weight because you were running from poker tables because you were losing all the money. No, Is that what you're telling no, me? Oh, okay. Not even. Um, I was playing these games weekly with some friends, and uh, I, when I do something, I become fully like invested and. Um, addicted to it like it's just i have such an addictive personality so we started playing this weekly and i was like man i love this but i have the worst memory i can't even tell you if i can't even tell you if a flush beats a straight i always have to look it up before i go and play okay. and uh and you know my brother josh was always trying to find ways to motivate me so he's like look caleb i was pushing i was over 400 um i was eating mcdonald's every morning I was having um, one of their iced caramel coffees every morning. Oh, God. Like, just like 2,000 calories right there, just in that cup. Boom. 
right right in the 7 a.m sugar right. straight to the veins baby yeah straight oh to God. the veins Ooh. so bad undisciplined so <laughs> as fuck dude anyway <laughs> so, so get to work and you know it was a very small tight community at the time and now we're pretty big but um he was like look caleb i know you love poker right now he's like i'm gonna s- I-, I have a deal for you quit smoking cigarettes i'd already quit smoking weed by the way but I quit smoking weed and for this career um, that I'm in now. And uh, he's like, okay, I need you to quit smoking cigarettes and lose a hundred pounds. You do both and I'll pay your entry into the world series of poker. Okay. All right. That's interesting. That's 10 grand. Okay. Caleb, Mr. Like addicted to anything is like, Oh, okay. Well, how are we going to do this? And he's like, well, I just looked up this personal trainer um, called the T-Spot. It's in uh, Huntington Beach. And uh, he's like, and we're, I already set a meeting. We're going to go meet him. So he'd already set it all up. I'm like, okay, cool. So we okay. drove over there and the guy's like, look, it's personal training. It's like CrossFit um, and we're going to do it. it. It's normally with like four people and you know, you're going to come here four days a week for an hour. And and then we're going to set you over with my wife. Uh, she's a nutritionist. She's going to put you on a plan. Um, and, and you're going to go from there. And I was like, okay, cool. So I quit smoking cigarettes, started chewing gum to, and chewing on toothpicks, which I still do, to uh, curve that. And then, uh, and then you're going to do this four days a week. I, I got I to say this because it's, it's a big, big red popping statement for anyone listening right now. This is so friggin' important to know. You don't just end habits. Oh, yeah. You create new ones. You create new ones. Yeah. And whether you know it or not, you do. And so it is so vital when you're stopping a bad habit, you better fill it with a better one or you'll just fill it with another bad one. That's why oftentimes people who stop smoking, they start getting Start eating. Yeah. Because they start eating. And so like, I, so it's so important for anyone listening right now that if you're going to take these bad habits out, you better find something that fills the void. That's positive. Which is funny. Cause when I stopped smoking cigarettes, I was, uh, in the midst of losing weight. So I don't even, I don't even remember how I did that. Still went to the gym and not smoke cigarettes, but yeah, anyway, stupid, <laughs> stupid story, but yeah. Well, when you quit smoking, uh, cigarettes, just for anybody out there that's smoking cigarettes, I don't want to quit smoking cigarettes. Two things you can think of. One, they put rat poison in cigarettes. Yeah, I didn't care about that. It tastes good. No, I'm kidding. Know, Please don't listen to me. You tell yourself that. Every time you want to have a cigarette and you quit, you're like, man, there's rat poison. In there. They literally put rat poison in there, and I'm smoking it. Like, what? And then also, um, you know, your teeth. You turn yellow, man. So put some Trident White in. Chew on a toothpick. Maybe you'll lose the weight. Or maybe you'll quit smoking cigarettes and lose weight. Um, so anyway, we did that for a while. We did it for a year, a lot. That's where I really went down a lot. So I got down to like 317, I think, or 307, somewhere in there. I can't. So you lost a hundred. Yeah, I lost over a hundred. How'd you do in the World Uh, Series of Poker? We never did it. (laughs) (laughs) You know why? He'll, he'll do it. If I called him right now, I was like, Hey, I want in. He'll do it. But, um, yeah, it just, I I suck. (laughs) You should just tell him the 10 grand he was going to uh, use to enter you in. He might as well just pay for your skin surgery. But um, all right, pull him back. You lose so anyway, 100 pounds yeah, yeah, through yeah. through like a yeah. CrossFit type workout program. You had How'd you enjoy it? What was CrossFit like for you? I love it. 
You still well, there's, there's this guy, Mike Trio. Shout out to him. He'd probably never see this or hear it because he's like off in La La Land. Um, but that dude changed my life. He's amazing. Do you still do that program? Like, do you still do that type of working out or? Nah, nah. Well, that one was just a little wild, you know, like there's deadlifting in there and I'm not down with, I told you right before this, I'm not down with deadlifting. Um, there's, you know, um, you have a pretty sensitive back. Yeah. And, and I got my own routine right now. You know, and that routine is just money. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This doesn't make sense to me because I was told that if you want to lose weight, you have to do CrossFit. No. And if you want to work out, the only workout scheme is CrossFit. It's CrossFit. And if you want to be popular on Instagram for losing weight, you have to do CrossFit. I'm you just have letting to do you CrossFit. know, Rye. Like, that is the rules and regulations. You have but, to do CrossFit. You have yeah, to wake up you, super early in the morning. It's, it's poro, um, obese to beast, or nothing. Yeah, or nothing. That's it. Or nothing. That's how you have to do it. Never guys. tell you that. Poro would never tell you that. Uh, obviously, we're, we're obviously, obviously poking kidding. fun at the fact. Yeah, we're kidding, people. But the the, the that's my boy. That's my boy. I got I it on my on my I will wall right here. I mean, I love. I will do CrossFit with Alex. So I love it, Alejandro. Out. Shout Alejandro. out to Alejandro. I love you. But uh, the reason why I'm hungry, baby. It's it's, it's the they motivated. Oh, 100 percent. It's just the classic of, oh well, if I'm not going to the gym, can I lose weight? Wait, wait, wait. I thought I had to cut my carbs to lose weight wait 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 i thought eating protein too much protein would but in all this bs you know what it is everyone you know obviously we've all been there we, we when we start out we think that there's this one size fits all for losing weight and now you know the next let's just let's Except just for drink it, a like, gallon of water a day boys and girls right so let's just water. say the next generation so when i tried to start losing weight when i was younger there was no such thing as instagram you know what I'm saying? There was no such thing as Facebook. There was maybe MySpace then, but like nobody was making accounts about losing weight back then. You know, let's oh. be real. So the only influence that I personally had growing up on doing diets and stuff was just knowing people that had lost weight in my personal life doing, let's say, Weight Watchers, South Beach Diet, you know, whatever. But now the next generation of, you know, weight loss people are going to be influenced by what people are doing on Instagram. And they're going to see guys like obese to beast, Alex, um, doing CrossFit. They'll see guys like myself, David, Caleb, Steve Arnone that are doing bodybuilding. You know, you're going to see people like Gourmet and, 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 and uh, keto D doing keto and preaching the keto life. So now you're, you know, technology has opened up new avenues of influence to how people are going to go about losing weight, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really cool. But again, there's not this one size fits all that everyone thinks. So, mm-hmm. you know, the next generation might think, you know, CrossFit's the answer where my generation was like, you know, Weight Watchers, you know, help me lose weight, yeah, whatever, whatever the case may be. You, know you, have, the answer you have to strength train. You have to. I, got, I got the answer. What's the answer? Discipline. Yeah. Discipline. Ooh. It is. That's huge. Say that D word again. Say that D word again. Discipline and you control this. It doesn't matter what program you're on. You're going to lose weight. So what, what, what were some things that helped you get control to, to teach yourself to be disciplined? I got a bunch of that. We can talk about that in just a second, but I want to go back to what you were just talking about with Instagram. And I'm going to fast track now because I don't want to sit in the past because I passed the past. But I, I lost all that weight, and then I put it back on. Um, and, again, it goes back to when – I got goosebumps thinking about it. It goes back to when I was a kid thinking about how – I'm never going to be skinny. I'm right. never going to be small. I'm right. always going to be fat. There's nothing I can do about it. I can lose 100 pounds on a hydroxy cut, not sustainable. I can go do CrossFit four days a week and try to be on this crazy, like, 
food thing that I was doing for the year, just chicken and rice constantly and, and, um, and not having a reason to doing it unsustainable. Mm-hmm. And no one around me, no one, I can look left, right, everywhere. I can look everywhere. No one around me was 458 pounds and then lost the weight and kept it off. Like there's just no proof of it. The only, proof, huge. the only proof is Jared on subway. Yeah. Pedophile. Yep. Walking down the street. I knew. I, I had the feeling you were about to say that. that he had that AIDS. Goofball, who no one even knew was real or not. Like Who? Wait, what was the last that? person that you just said? Jared from something. Oh, oh, okay. All right. You're yeah, still on Jared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got all that. And so, you know, once I, I got down to three, whatever, and I met my wife at the time, my girlfriend, obviously, um, it was like, okay, I got what I want. I got a girl. Like, that's what I really wanted. I didn't want to go to World Series poker as much as I actually wanted like a real girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so, so here I was, I had a girlfriend who had two kids and I just jumped right in and it was like, oh, I don't need to worry about all that other stuff because I'm never going to really be skinny. Like, I yeah. Can't, you know what I mean? Like, look, I don't see anybody around here that's lost this kind of weight. Like, Dude, no, but the, the thoughts that you're projecting right now are the same thoughts that I had. 100%. Uh, the, the, I have a question on this yeah. real quick. And, and then fast forward, to where we are now, I'm like, I don't know. I'd have to go. I have notes or whatever. I can go look it up. I have whatever. I can go look. But, like, I, I'm on Instagram, and I see Alex Poro, you know, and I see him at 200 and, like, 10 pounds or whatever, 220, and he was four whatever, 80. And I'm like, I'm 450. Well, at the time, I was probably, I don't know, 415 when I found him. But I was like, it's possible. This is real. Like, I can really do this. And then, you know, you see Gormy's page. I'm like, really do this. And then you see John's page because he's part of the Fantastic Four. And you're like, oh, my God, this shit is fucking possible. Like, like it can really happen. But can it? Like, can I actually do it? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, and at the time, you just doubt yourself. But I'm telling you right now, anybody that's listening to this shit, you can do it. And I'll fucking walk you right through it. Like, you can hit me up on Instagram. You can hit me up on Discord. You can join our community. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't charge anything. I don't care. Just call me. Text me. I'll do I'll hand-to-hand together. Like, all you got to do is fix this and stay disciplined. And your whole entire life can change. And in a year and six months. So now, me, walk, so now walk me through kind of the tools that you, you use to keep yourself disciplined. All right. So uh, to keep or it started it? We'll start it and then we'll work our way into, you know, what kept you disciplined. Because I don't, I don't really have, uh, this is what keeps me disciplined now, but you got the Freedom Journal. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this. I mean, mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah. yeah, obviously you guys have heard of it. I talk about it in the Discord. So this is where it all started. Uh, actually, it started with uh, the Mastery Journal, which my brother got for me for Christmas. And it was all about mastering productivity, which you would probably love this, David. Oh, <laughs> up my alley. Yeah, this book right here is money. So what it is is all about creating a morning routine. Yeah. Discipline. Um, and then shutting your door four times a day for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever it's going to be, and focusing on one task, turning your phone off, turning your emails off, whatever, and just dialing in on that one task. And, and then afterwards, you got to rate yourself. How disciplined were you to stay on task? Did you check your emails? Did you check your phone, et cetera? And then after 100 days, you realize you're more productive than you have been in your entire life. So on like dot, day 80, 
this dude, his name is John Lee Dumas. He's the man. He's an entrepreneur. He's got a podcast called Entrepreneurs on Fire. You should both listen to it because yep. you're both entrepreneurs. It's incredible. Um, but Annie, he's a cool dude. This dude talks to me on Instagram. Via, like straight up just talks to me. Like he's the man. Anyway, 80 days in, um, he promotes the Freedom Journal, which is accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. And this book was in my brother's office. And I ran over there on day 80 of the Mastery Journal and opened the book money in here <laughs> oh. my dude uh, just made the come up yeah baby it's crazy when you get disciplined you focus on a goal and it and and, and hitting it all of a sudden money just flies money's just falling there's no way that, that had to be planned there's no way that, that <laughs> no, I swear to God, it just came out uh, anyway the, so the freedom journal is in my brother's office i read it and i was like man i can do this i can it's all this is all about setting one big goal so whatever it's going to be for 100 days and then doing mini goals every 10 days for 100 days to mm-hmm. get to that goal. It's called chunking. Uh, kind of called know, the game in between. Me, two pounds a day thing. It's like yeah. the two pounds a day thing. And Don't so, you love it how you start? This is, this, that goes off to, I had this conversation with, um, with my, I can't remember who it was. Um, but just this idea of, I, I love Tony, how he explains this of just, and I, I'm sure Tony got from somewhere else. Cause again, we all say the same thing in different verbiages. Tony but, who? Soprano? No, I was who? Robbins. Oh, um, <laughs> and just, just the idea how there are, there, there's an art to fulfillment and like becoming fulfilled and joyous in your life and, and creating what, what following the past and bring you joy and happiness, understanding the art form of, of being more in control and then the laws to success. It's like, if you want to if you want to lose a hundred pounds, well, guess what? Focus on two pounds a week. And in 50 weeks, you lose 100 pounds. It's not rocket science. Like take a massive goal, chunk it down to believable steps and just fucking do it. And you'll be there. And I, it, it's, these are like, this is six, like success is, you know, is, is a law form. I think it also kind of goes back to what they, uh, what uh, Caleb was saying before. Um, being an, an extremely obese person, who who did we have as a role model that showed us that it was possible to lose weight? He's right. Jared from Subway was like the only guy on TV. You know and, what I'm saying? And, so yeah, you, you, no one really believes that shit. Right. I don't. Who, I don't believe. Who's going to walk a mile to eat a Subway sandwich? Right. I'll exactly. walk a mile to eat McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this book, so. The first goal was, uh, God, see, my memory is just shot, bro. This, I think hey, open up the book and look at page one. It should tell you what your first goal was, right? I right the book now, works. Right now, right now. So I actually used to write my weight at the top. should be. Uh, yeah, so this is the first one right here. This book is beat up. You guys ever oh, want to yeah, read I'm it? I'm going to photo stack copies. Epic read. Um, so, yeah, I was 4.58 when I was on day 80. When I started this book, I was 4.44. And uh, yeah, it was loose. Yeah, it was lose fifty pounds. Lose fifty pounds and fit in a four XL shirt in a hundred and on this it was ninety nine days. Um, and the first number one focus. So for the first ten days uh, was going to be um, not to eat any sugar or drink any soda. And what a lot of people didn't know about me is just like my old McDonald days. At this point in time in my life, on my way to work, I would stop at Seven Eleven. I would get two maple donuts. Ooh. And then I would get a sugar-free rock star. Well, because, you know, the sugar-free rock star kind of negates the maple donuts. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because my trio, my old trainer was like, oh, yeah, sugar-free rock stars are okay. 
Can, can, I, can I get a number seven, a number two, and a large Diet Coke? Yes. Yes, exactly. But I was addicted to that. Like, and I drove by three. I still do it. I drive by three 7-Elevens. Actually, one, two. Now I drive by one, two, three, four, four 7-Elevens on my way to work. So now, now when I walk into 7-Eleven, I flip the donuts off. Like, like, <laughs> I flip off dead end signs and stop signs, so I don't blame you. It's all right. Exactly. Um, but I don't know if you can see this board. We have a nice office. You see that board? It's gorgeous. Yeah. Just so the the top one right here. Yeah, right here. Freedom Journal, 4-12-2019. So I marked each pound off as I lost on Freedom Journal the first time I was around. So I lost 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 50, 55, 60, 65 pounds in 100 days. And so that was like, I could do this. And about day 22 in there is, and you asked about tools, about day, so morning routine, I had to do a morning routine every morning, and it right. was watch a motivational video uh, for six minutes. Right. And I came across this one from David Goggins called, um, like, the most motivating six minutes you'll ever have or whatever. And uh, I probably watched that video now over 200 times. Um, and it's all about mind control and, um, you know, at the beginning, he says, I call myself fat, and you should too, basically. And right. like, for me, that was like a uh, realization that it's okay to call myself fat, because um, I am fat. I still am fat. Um, and there's nothing I can do about it until I lose it all. So just accept it and go. Like, so for me, that was just kind of the start. Um, but I watch that every single day. And then on like day 22 or whatever, I stumbled across a Jocko one which is, uh, you know, that guy's my hero. Uh, he's obviously I'm the reason I did. I'm the reason I am who I am now. Like I did it. Right. But if I didn't have him or Goggins in my ear, I don't know if I would have done it. Um, and it was day 22, I think I'd have to go back through the journal and find it. And I listened to, uh, him and, and I was on day 22 of working out in a row and I was literally going to take a break that day. I told my coworker Chad, I'm like, Hey, taking the day off. Like I had already worked out in the morning. I was like, I'm taking tomorrow off. This is it. And then uh, I stumbled across that, that motivational video with Jocko that morning. And he's like, there's one thing I want you to procrastinate. And that's taking a day off. He's like, if you want to take a day off, I want you to work out. And then if you still want to take a day off after that, then you really need it. Your body really needs it then take it. And so I was like, well, I already worked out today. Um, but I'll work out again when I get home and then I'll determine that. So I went home, I was doing two days at the time. So I went home and I got on the elliptical again. And when I got off the elliptical, I was like, I feel fine. Right. I'm working out tomorrow. And so that is where the streak started. And then it got to 50 days and then hundred days. And I was celebrating on, on Instagram. So it felt good because, you know, on there, everybody's giving me pumps, you know, and I got Poro and Formy and all these dudes that are bigger than life. Um, especially at the time for me, like encouraging me and pushing me and telling me good job, you know, so like that fuels it. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, then all of a sudden it was day 439 straight days of working out and pounds just flew off. So I was just consistently listening to those guys and just changing the way this brain works. Like you want to live, you want to survive and just put in an hour every single day. It doesn't have to be crazy. I try to tell people all the time, I don't go ape shit on the elliptical. 
I just get on there. I don't even put it on, on a level. I just hit start and, and just go. And I watch a TV show on Netflix for an hour. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to incorporate lifting right after. Or you want to incorporate walking for 20 minutes right after or both. If you have the time and you want to incorporate the sauna, if, if the saunas are open, then do it. But just at least one hour on the elliptical every day, no matter what you do. Like, to wake up an hour earlier. Everybody's like, I don't have time. I didn't have time. I have three kids. They're both, are all three in sports. You know, my wife works two jobs. I work a job. Like, like there's no time. That's what all you, all you hear. Well, no, that's bullshit. Wake up at 3 a.m. Wake up at 4 a.m. Go put an hour in. If you want to be, if you want it, go get it. Like, it's right there. It's literally right there. All you got to do is be disciplined and stick to it. I'm not saying you got to work out 439 street days like some maniac like I was. But I think you'll realize once you get 10 days in that it doesn't like, it doesn't even matter. There's a like, thing, just, I just want everyone to remember, there is definitely a thing as, uh, called overtraining. And, and overtraining is bad. For sure. Very bad. That's why I say do an hour on the elliptical at the lowest yeah. speed. You're yeah, not yeah, overtraining. Yeah, no, was, that's not overtraining, like, yeah. You're just cruising. It's, yeah. it's so no, interesting, and all though. 100%. And it, it's, it's so interesting there because it's like everyone thinks that just going off of that whole thing, it's like – it's like just 10,000 steps a day. Like the, the science behind 10,000 steps a day and how it helps your heart and how it helps f- f- like metabolize fat. And it's like just 10,000 steps. Go, go for a walk. It's a three mile walk. It's funny you just said it because that's kind of where this all started too. Because my, my sister-in-law was walking Spain. You know how they have that walk in Spain? Yeah, yeah. actually my friend was just talking about it. Yeah, that's so she funny. was yep. walking yep. it. Why? What, wait, tell me about this walk in Spain. It's like the Catholic, it's called like the Rose or something. It's, uh, or what's it called? It's called, um, I don't not a Rose. It's some walk in Spain that goes, it's, um, I'm going to Google one it. One end to the other. Yeah. Um, and is it exactly? Uh, the, Cam, the Cam, Caminino de Santiago. Yeah. Cam, yeah. That's exactly what it is. And, uh, and it's just a walk. It's, it's like a, it's a religious walk of how, you walk across the country to, and it goes to somewhere to, to then go to the Catholic church somewhere or something like that. Um, I had a my buddy that, that did a, uh, a, an eight month um, trip around the world for uh, a um, big Christian fellowship thing. And uh, yeah, he, he did it. And it's like, you walk the whole thing. And it's, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. And at the end of it, you leave your shoes it's you you walk you leave your shoes yeah. yep you yep. only have cool. a backpack you don't bring anything else yeah just a backpack and you walk the whole thing and then when you get to the the church at the end of it which is like off this bluff you like you leave your shoes and then and then what you you're done and then how how do i get home i'm not yeah. making fun of it but I'm, I'm just saying how do i get home fly you fly home oh yeah. okay yeah and, my, and, 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 and and i just walk barefoot now well, obviously, you need a new pair of shoes. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm asking questions because I've never heard of this. Let's go and ask her because she did it. Uh, yeah, uh, my buddy Tyler Burke did doing it. That, when she was doing that, we have a really cool culture at our office. And when she was doing that, everybody here uh, decided they were going to try to do 10,000 steps a day and share it with her. That's, so, cool. That's cool. So she was walking it and posting, and then we would all post. And that's kind of one of the areas where the 10,000. So when you do the elliptical, you get like 5,000 steps if you do an hour. So like that was my my trick to get to my ten thousand. I was like, ooh, I could do a thousand there, or I could do that for an hour and get there almost, and then go for a walk at night with the dogs. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
that's kind of how it is. And and then I hurt my back. That's why, they, if anybody wants to know why the streak ended, I hurt my back. That streak would have never ended. I probably would have been psychotic. I love you too, buddy. I think that the streak should have always ended, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. And we've had yeah. that conversation on the side. Um, I think that, I think what you did is extremely important. Um, I think that no one should take away your streak from you. But at the end of the day, at some point, you have to come to terms with the fact that there is such thing as overtraining. Um, you probably were starting to hurt yourself more than you were starting to help yourself. And a lot of that can be seen, you know, with what's going on with your back. Like, I'm going through the same thing right now. You know, through it, when quarantine started, I made a promise to myself to do a minimum of a 5K a day. And I was doing that on, on, on pavement. I'd never walked really like that beforehand. And as a result, I really fucked up my back. Um, and it's just, it, you know, you have to pick your battle. So for you to go as long as you did, and once again, remind me again, what, how long was the streak? I believe it's, I have to go back and listen. I did my first podcast was with Gormy on, I think day 435. And then the day that podcast came out is the day I heard my back. Okay. So, so you did four, four, 35 days of working out. Yeah, dude, okay. that you needed a break. You needed a break around day like 150. You know, you need your body needs that kind of rest. And anyone who tells you your body doesn't need rest is absolutely just out there because your body is a machine. I, mean, I get it. I get it. But it's, it's death or that. That's well, where my mind was. It's not. I mean, and I mean, mean, it is, it's but not. it's not. <laughs> I know it's not, but that's where my mind was. Because, well, well, the classic is. Now it's it, different. It, it's, it's the cla- the classic always to me is this is what is the what is the goal of any activity? I don't know. The goal of any activity is the outcome. Right. That's what you want. And if like so for, so for example, it's like this is where people get it, like twisted with all this kind of stuff. Like any how keto, intermittent fasting, calorie counting, macro counting. You're like I get that the action is so important, which it is. Mm-hmm. But guess what? if you the action is not what's getting the action is not what matters it's the result what matters and mm-hmm. so you sit here and you're so hyper focused on this idea of like i gotta work out every day i've gotta work out every day well why are you working out every day what is the goal the goal is to be a ha- to be, is to be healthy and happy well For is sure. working out every single day healthy and happy not necessarily oh. And that's where the, that's where people get twisted that's where people like start getting they they miss they misjudge that the action is extremely important. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's like mm-hmm. the result is what you're doing things for. And so then if always you're doing is focusing on the action itself. That's why you get these people that are the, you, I, you can poke holes in anybody, but like the, 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 the law of attraction people that are the, the secret where it's like, I get, I get the, the, the foundation. It's very strong points of view of like you have to you attract what you think about most of the time that that's that's the foundation you about feeling good well i get i get that's a that's a big piece of the puzzle but are you getting the results if you're not getting the fully results of what you're looking for then there's something missing and sometimes if you're getting the results then great but like there's there's plenty of people i know that they live and die by the law of attraction and they're still not getting the things they want why because there's still nuances of the actions they're taking aren't necessarily exactly in line with what that needs to be done. They want, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, like that's why it's like I always focus on, okay, what's the outcome? What do you want? Right. Because like right. when when you start doing that, then you can start navigating how. 
And it's like, I want to be healthy and happy. Well, that's great. If you're working out three hours a day to the point where your body's breaking down, is that necessarily healthy or happy? No. Now you, now you can go, ooh, but working out 300 out of 365 days is. I like that. See, now we're on to something because now you're outcome focused and, and you start to navigate because it's like, it's like keto people. Great example. Keto people here. It's like, oh my God, this, this tick, it went across my TikTok and it's so true. This girl, so hyper-focused on fucking keto, she thought it was a good idea to take a thick hot dog, roll it in the cheese of a pizza, but not eat the bread and act like that's fucking healthy. I'm like, no. That sounded really good, though. <laughs> <laughs> sounded real good. <laughs> but like, but this this classic, like, you're taking this this awful cheese with a, a, a all this synthetic hot dog, yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna look at me and say this is actually healthy. Well, it fits uh, her. Uh, it, it fits her program, which is keto. Yeah. But I'm like, but that doesn't necessarily mean healthy. And what is the goal of being keto? is to do things that are healthy. Mm-hmm. And it's like any program. It's like, I, that's why I always hammer being outcome focused. Like, well, I'm very unhealthy. Well, <laughs> I, I eat some processed shit, dude. <laughs> but, I ain't got a lot. Well, no, like, but I mean, shoot. I just, I, I mean, I, I drink my fair share of rains. I mean, I want, uh, yeah, yeah. And I want to be healthy. Like that's the end goal. But that's the, I really like buffalo what, wings, if anyone who cares. I really yeah, like but buffalo wings. But that's the point is the fact that health has a great balance to it health and happiness have a oh, yeah. balance to it well I, I saw a quote online the other day that was like um i'd rather you you focus on 80 percent of your you know diet quote unquote diet or nutrition rather than a full hundred because within that 80 percent you'll find your balance and you i'd much rather you be balanced than be torturing yourself mm-hmm. the minute that whatever you're doing becomes torture rather than a reprieve and trying to change your life, you need to stop. Yeah. If, if, you're, if, 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 if changing your life becomes torturous, guess what? There's a million other ways that you can change your life. Mm-hmm. Just find the one that adds balance yeah. to your life. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's really the, the quote-unquote key to happiness. But when is long, as long well, you're back. As you're Talk to your, your back and let me know exactly yeah. when it... Well, you're... And well yeah, I'm talking, is... about, um, talking about like... When does, when does, I understand the back injury, okay? Yep. Um, what I'm referring to is, like, eating, like, when you were saying the 80% of the diet. So, like, when does that become torture? Like, I, See, I think And that's, that, that's where I, I was actually, becomes, I was, I I was about to say the same torture. thing. I think it becomes torture when you allow your mind to think it's torture. Oh, I, a, th- I a thousand percent. You know, yeah. So if you, if you give yourself the excuse that anything is torture, then yes, it becomes torturous. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, uh, for example, have you seen like the, my, my 600 pound lives where it's like the girl hates no. eating, uh, uh, vegetables. Think? It is the funniest shit ever. I like, I, I, yeah. I've seen a clip actually, but oh, no, like, that, it's like, it's like a piece of broccoli and she's like, Oh, oh and yeah. she's like free. Like that's so mental. That's just all like, that's just this false belief system that you've built in your head. Yeah. Right? Let me yeah. tell you, let me, that's a perfect example. I hate broccoli. Like I would never eat broccoli. I, I don't eat vegetables. Like absolutely. Hate them. I'm terrified of them. When they go in my mouth, I, um, throw it back up. It's just terrible. That was a old me. Wait, can someone please yeah. define the te- being terrified of a vegetable? Is the vegetable yeah. going to come out? We're, we're talking, wait, hold on. We're talking okay, so like... One of my biggest fears in the world is throwing up. So okay. I, I, hate, okay. I hate throwing up. And when I eat vegetables, 
something triggers in here that makes me spit it back. Gag up. reflex. Okay, cool. No, I just I just wanted to know that. It but what ended up happening is I learned how to control this. Yep. I just went to flame broiler and I just got chicken and rice and I just got broccoli all over and I ate the whole damn thing. Good for you. And, yeah, and all it was was here. Discipline. Yeah. Controlling this. Okay. I'm going to eat this right now and I'm not going to throw it up because it's not going to kill me. <laughs> this right here is going down my throat, damn it. That's Control the she, mind. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> or no. I knew that was coming. Was Never said that. Ah, sorry, sorry Ange. I had to. I'm sorry. No, but I right, anyway. No, like no, but this this is an important kind of like conversation. I think. Oh yeah, a thousand percent. Well, because one, one thing they, going off of going off of what you were saying too is just like I understand the eighty percent rule, and there's a time and a place for that. Oh, uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. If like, you're just starting on your journey, no, no. 80%. Sometimes it's gonna suck. Like yeah, like, no, it has to suck before it gets better. It's, it's this idea, and this is where like even the last the previous episodes we talk about these these. Um, oh my gosh, there's this. It's like you get these groups. It's so dangerous. I had to message and I immediately get blocked. It's so funny to me how like uh, people just don't like you. I don't know if you realize that. I said it so sincerely too. I like, so this is what happened. So it was the classic, there's this classic 350 pound woman. It's talking about body positivity and health. And she's saying how doing all this bullshit. And obviously she's not like, She's not like a Kara where she got lipidemia. It's like, this, right, right, right. yeah, it's a whole different phenomenon. And um, she has this 14 year old girl comment in her page on her, on her post. It says, um, I'm 14 and I'm a size 30. Is that bad? And I go to her page and I look at her and this girl's like 14, five, three, and probably 200 pounds already. Wow. She, she's a large girl. And I commented and I was like, should you lower the value of who you are? No. Should you decide to, to treat your body with better respect by eating more healthy and moving your body more? Yes. And she, and then I said that. And then the girl, the 14 year old girl was like, she originally said, that's mean. And then I go, what was mean about question mark? And then she commented back saying, oh, sorry, I miss, I misread what you wrote. And then the and then the the woman this this forty thirty five year old woman who's one hundred and fifty pounds overweight goes there's nothing wrong with being overweight um, and then I commented back I was like that is dangerous to tell a fourteen year old girl and she blocked me yeah. and it's like it's like this this naivety of like where health is is well, like uh, I think I, I kind of touched upon this yesterday on my Instagram and something along the lines of like health is wealth. If health is wealth, then weight loss is freedom, right? Mm -hmm. Because no matter what, um, I want to, you know, preach body positivity into the world. And I think that body positivity is extremely important. But like we've said on this podcast a few times, there's a line that needs to be unblurred between body positivity and being healthy. Um, and it's a thin line. And it's, it's, it's a very blurred line right now, especially on Instagram and whatnot. But if you are at a, at a place of extreme, you know, extreme overweight or uh, morbid obesity, you know, you have to really look at yourself in the mirror and say, is my current lifestyle unhealthy or am I really just trying to be body positive? You know, I just trying to build up sunshine and rainbows. 
Right. Because the excuse of, well, I, I'm in love with myself and I love my body while I'm destroying the only thing that is going to keep me here. Um, you know, that's just, it's negligent. It's, 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 it's immature. It's, it's just, yeah. I, I, and go, going back to Caleb here, one of the things that I love the way you're explaining it now, and it just, I think there's power in it. Like yeah. some people would say otherwise, but discipline breaking down mysticism and a hundred percent accountability. I live by it. I like, and I, some people would call it naivety, which mm -hmm. is like, regardless of what happens, the good, the bad, the ugly, it is my fault, period. Even if it's quote unquote out of my control, right. it's still my fault because so for example, you can play the game of a significant, you're in a relationship, the guy cheats on you, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? Whether you like it or not, you chose the guy like, or the girl, what doesn't matter. You show the relationship, they cheated on you and like breaking down oh. mysticism and control. It's like, I control what goes in my mouth. Right. I control what I decide to move or not move today. I decide that there's, there's power in discipline. There's power in stop the mysticism where it's like, I like, the idea of taking 100% accountability, I'm like, sweet. If I'm not getting something I want, I just got to change me. This well, yeah, powerful. I, I was just going to ask you and I was going to ask Caleb, basically, what is your um, breakdown of life? Like, what is what do you give a percentage to to everything? So it's like, for me, and I think I've said it on here before, to me, life is 200%. You have to give 200%. So it's 100% accountability. It is 80% lifestyle. So by definition for me, lifestyle breaks down to the way we eat, the way we conduct our lives. Um, and then the other 20% is working out because we all know that in order to lose weight, you don't have to go to the gym every day. I know that that seems wild. You don't even have to go to the gym, you know, three days a week. But um, if you are changing the way that you conduct your life and you're 100% accountable to those decisions, you are going to make change. Um, so I just wanted to know quickly, you know, what, if you had to give a percentage to life, what is your percentage and what is the breakdown? Between all those, between those three things? No, however you would set it up. So I would, like for yeah. me, again, it, yeah, it, for me, it's a hundred percent accountability. You constantly have to be a hundred percent accountable to everything you say you're going to do and follow through with it. Then you have 80% lifestyle, which is eating, taking a shower, you know, normal everyday conduct your life thing. And then the other 20% is following through going to the gym, you know, um, a minimum of, you know, 10,000 steps a day, whatever, whatever it is for you. So what is your breakdown of life? I don't know. I don't know then question. I want you to think about it. Then that's one of your ALG goals this week. Yeah. I mean, I, you can break it down. You can break down my day. My days are all, <clears throat> everything is routine for me. Uh, as you can tell, with, with, I'm addicted to poker. Then it's like a routine for me. Routine, well, that's what I like about you. And that, that you know, uh, you're very disciplined in your routine. Routine yeah, is important so, to you in your life. So my daily like movement is like the same, like everything is the same. So for me, it's, you know, wake up, first thing I got to focus on is, is some kind of exercise, whether it's the elliptical or right now it's, it's lifting. Like I want to bulk out. I want to get muscle. So right now it's, it's that. And then it's immediately um, cooking myself breakfast and my kids breakfast. If my wife's not doing it, it just depends. Right. And then it's coming to work I'm getting to work and on my way to work, uh, listening to um, stuff that's going to make me smarter and, and have me grow as a leader. 
and have me grow within my personal life, whether it's these books you guys recommend or other books that people recommend. And then when I get here, it's meditating for 15 minutes and then it's working all the way till 4.30. And throughout that time I work, staying disciplined on what I eat. Now, yes, I eat wings all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I'll eat, I eat unhealthy stuff, but it's part of this program of carb counting that I've kind of created on my own. So, right. I, but I stay disciplined within that the entire day. And then I leave work and it's immediately kid time. It's, it's practices, it's pick them up here, it's take them here, it's come home, do laundry, uh, clean, cook, dinner, like everything you can think of. And, and then that goes on till their bedtime. And then when they go to sleep, I have like an hour or whatever, well not when they all go to sleep, the, the youngest. And I kind of have an hour of, of like downtime and hopefully get to spend it with my wife of some sort or play a video game or something of that nature. And then I wake up and repeat. And then when the weekends come, it's all sports. Even right now during COVID, it's basketball, bad. like today was all trying to figure out how I was going to do this around their schedule. So, right. And, but I repeat the same morning steps and the same foods. So percentage wise, I don't necessarily know what the percentages would be, but that is what a day in my life looks like. And it literally repeats like, like never no, it's, ends. It's like the same thing Caleb, over and over. Out because you and I are so similar on this front. That's how I live. Like, uh, whether I'm just sitting here thinking in my head, I go, okay, I break down my daily habits and daily routines into physical, mental, spiritual relationship, community money. And so it's like, all right, daily habit for, for physical. Did I work out my nutrition plan? Daily habit for mental. Did I meditate and did I read? Daily habit for community. Did I, did I do something to support the ALG community? Everything like that and support my online, like Instagram and stuff like that? Yes or no? Right. Uh, money. Did I work on the book? Did I work on this? Did I work on this? Did I scale this? Yes. Did I relationships? Did I call my mom and tell her I love her and then talk to her for 15 minutes or not? And it's like, everyone wants to know why their, their life is out of whack. Well, what habits and what rituals have you created on a day-to-day -day basis that would balance your life to get the results you're looking for? <laughs> you're like, well, my, my, my relationship with my family is getting worse but I'm working 99% of the time and I have no time and effort put to family for them. Yeah. Huh? Interesting. Interesting. You, 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 wonder, you wonder why, well, maybe you should set some habits and rituals that will balance that out. What I like about you is you have it like you have it broken down like that. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't even break it down into sectors. That's why well, that was such a difficult question for me. Cause I'm just like, but uh, you have a routine. You're very routine based, but you're yeah, doing it. You're in the sectors. You you're, what, you're, you're what you're what I would call unconsciously competent, which is right. you're, un, you're unaware that you're doing the right things. One hundred percent. Like that, you would that do really well in the military. You would have done really well in the military, <laughs> without a doubt. Except for I, except for I couldn't run. Well, my dad was a Green Beret, by the way. Shout out to him. Um, I know you. I know you've been talking about doing like a podcast for your dad, right? I am. Actually. Yeah, that's yeah. so dope. Yeah, that's Started dope. Questions logged out. Um, I'm. No, I, I love that. I'm undisciplined in that. Act in that uh, but getting better in my life and that is yeah. something I need to but, fix. But, but so what what is what is the to kind of like shift it a little bit what is what is the next set of goals that caleb has like where does caleb see himself in the next six to eight months about let's take COVID off the table um there's no you can't COVID. take COVID. you can't take COVID off i know the table. it's hard it's reality it, 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 yeah. i don't care about COVID. 
COVID doesn't I don't, yeah, COVID, COVID doesn't affect me. I don't let COVID stand in the way of me getting my goals down. But what, 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 did the, what does the next six to eight months look like for you? I don't know. And um, it's kind of funny. Like, I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> like, I just, I mean. See, that's good because, you know, if, I I if we would have had this six months ago and I would have asked you that, you would have given me a whole list of routine that you were going to do for the next six yeah. months. 100%. Um, well, let's just talk a little bit about um, goal weights. Okay. So, like, you know, Ange was talking about in her last thing. She's like, oh, I hit my goal weight. And then I was kind of like, okay, what do I do next? Right. Um, when you're 458 pounds, right. you honestly have no clue what you will look like at 220. Truth. There's no, there's no telling. You could be six foot. You could be six foot five monster like john it could be poro's height you know and you can look at like poro's instagram for me was like okay i can do this i can get to i can get to 220 i can do that right like i can look like that i can have like many voices and stomach and those like, I, I can be that um and so when you start at 458 you're like okay i can get to 220 and that becomes your goal weight Right. And then as you're getting, and you're going and you're going and you're going and you're going, people around you just start asking like, Oh, where do you want to get? Where do you want to go? And you're just like 220, 225. I still don't know what I'm going to look like when I get to 256, which is where I got. Right. And, you know, thankfully to you, John, like helping me with the mindset of realizing that it's not just a number on the scale. Right. Like mm -hmm. I need to figure out what I want right. instead of this number. Right, which is what I have been chasing that whole time. What's wrong, buddy? Come here. Yeah, but if you're really good at kicking butts, does that really hurt? No, uh, it's all in your mind, bud. No. Come here. Let me see it. He's fine. Trust me. Let me see. Look at Caleb being a dad. I just love Look it. I love when Caleb has to be a dad. What's up, buddy? What's up, pal? Okay. Kick some butt. Can you do me a favor and go flex on somebody? Flex on them every day. All right, let me close the door. <laughs> David, cut this out. Anyway, so I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know what I would look like at 220. So I got rid of that out of my mind. Um, and then, you know, I have this thing where there's this Tony dude on Instagram. You know, like that guy, I don't know if you've seen him, Tony, I think it's Sanders is his last name. <clears throat> he was on Gormy's Maybe. podcast with that. Oh, dude. okay. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Like, why, dude, I want to look like that. I want to yeah. look like Keto D. I, wanna, I, want, I want Caleb to look like Caleb. Well, yeah, everybody says that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I want to look like me too. I love my body. I, I think I think you should have inspiration. You should have motivation. You should have uh, someone to look up to. But at the end of the day, you, you need to want to be you. I do want to be me. That's what I try to explain to people. Like, I don't want to get it twisted. When I look at Tony's body and I look at his upper body, I'm like, yeah, I want to look like that. I want that. Right. Like, but I don't know what I'm going to look like. Right. Frankly, I have no idea what I'm going to look like. So, um, you know, but that's a good look. I'm like, I like that look. I want my shoulders big. I, you know, I want, I want mm -hmm. to be big, dude. Right. And so that's where this mindset now is. It's like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to take protein. I'm going to lift. Um, and I'm going to lift heavy and I'm going to bench press 300. It's on my wheel wall. Like I'm going to do all sorts of stuff. I'm going to do everything on this wheel wall and no, no more counting the weight. Like I'm just done with the weight. 
I don't really care. So eight months from now, I see myself much stronger. Um, I see myself still disciplined. I see myself living a life that I never thought I was ever going to live. Um, but there's no more, I know my name's Goal Crusher, but there's no more like goals. There's only I wills. It's just no more goals. Okay. I'm going to do this shit and I'm gonna, nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to ride every roller coaster when Six Flags opens. Like, it's happening. Oh, I like that. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at I'm now. I, I don't recommend that for everybody. <laughs> Oh, I mean, uh, you're manifesting the things you want, which I see nothing wrong with. When you when you talk into the universe and you tell it, I have it already, or I will have it, you know, you're you're bound to get it. So yeah, I mean, that's my psychology. Of, you know, that's my how I look at life. And, um, and it's it's. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just a little like. No, 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 no. See, see, like, and this is the whole thing to me. It's like again, so going back to the the foundation for me. It's like health and happiness has a great balance to it, and this idea that you have to be 225 to be healthy not necessarily true and i think it's so important to sit here and think i remember for example it's like when i when i did my bodybuilding show and i got down to 212 my perception of what 212 looked on me when i was 400 pounds i thought i would look like dwayne fucking johnson yeah not what it actually looked like dude i wanted to get down to 220 (laughs) you know i always wanted to be like 225 215 and then i got down to like 237 i was like dude you look like ass like you Mm -hmm. look like a bag of bones and then I decided to, you know, stop being a bitch, lift heavy, and uh, yeah. But yeah. anyway, but yeah, and, and you know, we never know. Right there. The only thing, the only stipulation, and, and I'll say this to 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 you on this call and to anyone in that position, because again, like everyone is navigating territories they've never been, and so right. it's like give, getting constructive criticism from people who have been in that position and and gotten the results you're looking for. The one thing I will just say is it's something to be careful of is when you pivot away from the scale completely and you talk about strength and strength Mm -hmm. training and building muscle, Mm -hmm. it can turn to fat real quick. Like I I won't name, name names, but there are plenty of people that I've met that they've lost 150, 200 pounds and like, I'm going to get in strength training and I'm going to get into, and all of a sudden they're, they gain 80. Yeah. They gain 30 pounds of muscle, but they got, they can't, they gain 50 pounds of fat in the process. Yeah. Right. And can, I, can I tell you what's happened to me? Yeah. I mean, cause it's right along the lines of that. So, and it's all, you gotta be smart. Like doing what John told me to do, which is live a kind of a different life than I was already living. I knew that if I wanted to continue to lose weight, I had to continue to stay disciplined. Mm-hmm. Right. And I knew that I could fall back on that. And this last month, month and a half, I've, let go right i've had pizza multiple times i've had stuff that i would never incorporate into my life and i watched that scale even though i was working out every day what buddy i watched that number go from 256 to 276 like that just like that and, and I wasn't weighing myself every day and I was weighing myself probably every couple of days and I watched it go up and I was like, whatever, I'm lifting, I'm getting, I'm, I'm putting on muscle. I'm not worried about it. And then I slipped on the food and got a little undisciplined and it all came to a realization last Saturday. And I was like, whoa, 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 because the, the normal per like not the normal person, the normal Caleb would have just fallen off the discipline and kept going that way you were just saying right now. But on Saturday, I was like, whoa. What am I doing? 
okay, 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 Sunday I'm getting back on this and I'm going to eat better all week long. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure I get some kind of cardio in every day and I'm still gonna lift. And here I am, boom, down all the way over here and today I was 264. So I'm like right back down into where like I felt good. Right, exactly. And, and, and I'm gonna keep going. But it's all about like what you just said, if you're not in control of your mind and control of discipline, you're gonna put on the 50 pounds of fat like that. If you're exactly. And well, being, like was, being outcome focused, where it's just like, okay, so, so you, what do you want? So like keeping it, because sometimes you, people tend to hyper-focus too much and they don't, they don't get balance and context to it. It's like, so, like bodybuilding and, and or say, say, say bodybuilding, not so much because you think about body fat and stuff like that. Say strength training. All of a sudden you just, you just go to, I, you go from losing 150 pounds, 200 right. pounds, 300 pounds to, I just want to lift as much weight as possible. The issue with that is oftentimes the more food you eat and the bigger you get the more you move that's why the world's strongest men are all 400 freaking pounds yeah exactly and so like if now all you're focused on is getting as strong as possible you never have any context of okay what's my number on the scale what's my body fat percentage and all you're doing is just oh i can bench 425 now shit i'm 330 pounds again and all of a sudden you look up and you're 330 pounds i can bench press 425 and it's like (laughs) well you're 330 pounds man and like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like and so it's it is so it's so important because i was there too like it and so like having that context of like all right i want to get as strong as possible is as long as it doesn't um conflict with living at a healthy body weight correct and like That's having and like getting that context because because and like this can only come from someone oh, right now i just want to work out right now <laughs> <laughs> right and so I, I tell you what, if, if you're outcome driven, right? If you're outcome yeah. driven and, and, and you, and you are hype and you're focused on change and you're focused on your goals, you, you can still hit those things without being mindful of the scale every day. hundred percent, hundred percent, you know, um, but you, some as long as you possess, it. oh yeah. Oh, without a doubt. But again, yeah. that comes back down to discipline, which I think Caleb has. So when I told him, Hey, don't be mindful of that scale every day. It's because I know that. Caleb has discipline in his life. He will discipline himself to make what he wants happen. Yeah. You know, Thank you if yeah. I was disciplined, like, but that's be- where, but that's what's so, what's so interesting too, is like when you come from that right. point of view of like hundred percent accountability with discipline, the decisions and actions and thoughts I have in my life, it all changes. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's not white knuckle. I'm no, getting yeah. sniffles. Are you all right? Oh, getting COVID? You got the Rona? I, I've had this cold for like two and a half weeks. And it's oh, that's the Rona. It's oh, the it's Rona. the Rona. I got to blow my nose, but whatever. Um, and that, it's mask like, really, that mask really helped you. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> little cotton mask, man. It just does wonders. It just does wonders. Just, just CDC <laughs> just says it just does wonders. But okay. All right, guys. Uh, I think this is a really good place to pivot. We've been talking yeah. for about an hour and a half. Yeah. So, Caleb, we're going to wrap this up, and I'm going to hit you with a couple of rapid-fire questions. Are you ready, Caleb? Oh, oh, oh. Can I show you one thing? I, well, I've you never can got show me show. whatever you want. I know, and I can kidding? talk to you guys for yeah. hours. Yeah, anyway, we, I want to show you guys this because, and I want, well, first of all, just let me make it real quick for everybody. It's very important to put things, put your successes in front of you, especially in these journeys. So mine was the white wall and marking my pound down every day and staring at that all day long while I was working. It was just a fresh reminder that within discipline is success. And if you stay disciplined, that happens. But one of the other things I have, which I don't know if you guys know about this, maybe you do, Gormy knows, but 
Shout out to Gormy. I have what I call my belt wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. So I didn't know you had this. Yep. I had no idea. So that first belt, which is as long as an anaconda. I'm going to grab it. Anaconda don't. My and I don't, don't want none unless you got buns on. This is it right here. So you can come on in, Jason. Come on over here. There so you go. Uh, what up, bro? Like, see? Wow, that's great. <laughs> that's great. That's fun. That's amazing. I gotta, I gotta break out my '76er. See, I never. <laughs> that's I what never, I call her. I never used a belt or pants around my like my waist. I always filled. I lifted the flap and always went underneath, even though it hurt. Cause I couldn't uh, do you it. Looked at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand what you did. Yeah, yeah. But then see, I was worried about getting the cut. Oh yeah. It hurt. It, like yeah. I didn't wear a belt most yeah. of the time because of it. Yeah. No, but I had to eventually cause it was just so bad. So I was actually, I'm actually going to add three, three other questions for Caleb. Cause I feel like Caleb will, will answer these really well. All right, Caleb, your first of rapid fire questions is top three things that ALG means to you. Um, love, uh, inspiration, community cool i like it those are good those are good all right caleb if you go back in time and speak to your 11 year old self uh he has no idea what he's going to encounter in this life uh you're allowed to talk to him what are you going to tell him i already told you this on your gram like i know no i remember but i want you to tell us here discipline equals freedom bang love that one and last but not least caleb i want you to give the listeners at home three solid pieces of advice doesn't have to be about weight loss. It could be about anything. That's not a rapid fire one, dude. Uh, anything is possible. So um, write your goals down. That's, that's the biggest thing. Uh, write your goals down. Uh, write what you want. Read it every single morning. Write it down. Um, another piece of advice would be to listen to to books uh-huh. and listen to motivational videos on youtube and clear your mind just clear it and allow those books to come in and change the way you think about things in life you'll grow um, tremendously not just in weight loss but just spiritually and mentally um three never quit no matter what you do just don't quit yep you're gonna have setbacks you're going to do, you're going to get injured. Um, there's so many things that can happen. Just don't quit. Because if you quit, you just reverse back. And I've done it too many times in my life. It's never going to happen again for me. And I just want everybody, like, big, my, my, my boy Nick, like, it's the last thing I want to see him do is quit. Like, I want to see him, I want to stand next to him for the rest of my existence. So, mm-hmm. like, just don't quit so those are the three things yeah i I mean the don't quit one is really important like like i said last uh this week in the community call i'd rather you tell me that you failed a thousand times than you quit once you know nothing wrong with failure nope nope what's your son's name right there this is jace jace give me the top reason why your dad's the best role model in your life um three sure give me three right now um because he's really like taking this weight loss thing seriously and he won't quit and 
don't know. <laughs> Do you love your dad, Jace? Yeah. Yeah, give him a hug for me. Uh, little rascal. And that's exactly how we're going to end this podcast off. So I want to thank everyone for taking the time out for listening today. Caleb, I appreciate you joining us today. Uh, once again, where can we find you on Instagram? A goal Crusher with a K. So G-O-A-L-K-R-U-S-H-E-R. And uh, like I said, hit me up. I don't care. I'm, I don't charge money or anything. I'm here to support anyone. So if you want advice or just want to hear what I did off air, um, anytime. Hell yeah. As always, I am Arps underscore journey. He is fit underscore D-Rock. This is the Accountable Life Group. You guys have a great Friday. Stay sexy. Stay wonderful. David, give us some words to leave. Toodles. <laughs>